I'm Agent Phil Coulson with the Strategic Homeland Intervention Enforcement and Logistics Division. That's quite a mouthful. I know. We're working on it. Welcome to another episode of Agents of Shieldcast. I am Colonel Chaos, aka Jim Sella, and joining me tonight once again, the one, the only, the amazing, the astonishing Agent Andy Ant-Man Urquhart. How you doing, Agent? Not too bad. Just very tired. <laughs> very busy. Yeah. <laughs> you and me both, brother. <laughs> as I just, as I told you, uh, I don't know. It's been a rough week. Uh, my uh, wife's brother, my brother-in-law, passed away uh, last Sunday. Actually, as I was just telling Andy, it would have actually been about... We usually record 9 o'clock Sunday nights. Um, I got the call about 9.20, 9.30. Hmm. So uh, uh, we would have had to stop because it yeah. was... Oh, yeah rush in the car and go down and spend time with my uh, mother-in-law and sister-in-law and family and uh but uh we got through it we had the funeral yesterday but i don't know i cannot wake up you know i i kind of slept in this morning <laughs> got up i <laughs> uh, had a little breakfast went to the mall had lunch i was ready to and and i'm just still beat it must be the time of the year i don't know it's cold here mm, it's dark all the time it's dark <laughs> like it's I, gray I, I leave the house in the morning it's dark i go to work and then when i come home from work it's dark <laughs> it's very depressing <laughs> yeah uh, it must be the holiday blues are getting to me this year because yep. I, I got home and started to it took me a very long time to get through a 42-minute episode of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. cast this afternoon. <laughs> so. um, all right. So, uh, Annie, what you've been up to, uh, kind of discussed my week. Uh, I, di uh, I did get the new Marvel loot crate. I meant to put the pictures up on Facebook. I will eventually. But uh, this is the Gear and Goods uh, loot crate. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, honestly, the Funko Pop one is getting to the point, well, the Funko Pops are still good, but everything else in the box has been meh since Amazon took it over. Mm -hmm. Um, I think I'm, 
it was a g good enough that I'll give it another another uh, box, but I'm starting to think, yeah, I'm going to have to... If it wasn't for the really good Funko Pops, I'd probably uh, quit. Um, Do you but, think it's just, like, the stuff that Amazon has lying about that's related to that product that they're just chucking in the box? Like, the, the stuff that they've got around that's not selling on its own? No, because it's all exclusive stuff? stuff. Okay. It's all exclusive stuff. It's just... Um, I don't know. I, I thought Funko did a better job, and you got some interesting things. I like it when they throw in a T-shirt, of course, or, you know, even a winter hat or something. And the Marvel 10 was just kind of meh. I, can't, I mean, I, I know I got a good Funko pop, and beyond that, I couldn't even tell you what was in the thing. <laughs> It was Iron Man versus versus a Whiplash Marvel movie moment. Um, oh yeah! I put the pictures up. There are a couple little uh, things in you know uh, blind things that I don't. I usually don't even open those. I just keep them in the uh, in the bag. Um, I can't tell you what else was in the in there that uh, was of any interest. Um. The Marvel Gear and Goods Loot Crate showed up today, and this is one that's actually by Loot Crate, or it showed up yesterday. Uh, got an awesome-looking uh, long-sleeve Loki T-shirt. Nice. Yeah, um, I actually already wore it. It was nice and comfy and warm. Uh, <laughs> there was a Thanos bookend. Okay. Um... What else was in there? Uh, a Hydra lapel pin. Mm -hmm. uh, a red skull, a nice red skull pin, and uh, uh, um, a limited edition wall scroll uh, lithograph, whatever you want to call it, po mini poster. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, oh, the Hydra Employee of the Month mug. <laughs> So, yeah, I, that that box still. Uh, I would say most of the time there uh, there are, I like most of the stuff in the box. Hmm. The only one that wasn't that great was the girl based one, you know, which was had uh, all uh, girl heroes in it, really, and hmm. it was n nothing that really. Uh, I gave most of it to my niece. But so that showed up. Other than that, any Marvel stuff? No, not really. We did get some Marvel game news, which we'll get into. But uh, what have you been up to? Um, really nothing marvelous, to be honest. I've just been working, <laughs> busy with work, so mm -hmm. we can move on from that. <laughs> okay. All right. So let's get into the Marvel news because Marvel was busy this week. Yeah, there's been quite a few things. Um, start off with the with the video game thing. So, uh, first of all, at the uh, at the Game Awards, um, it was announced that um, Marvel Ultimate Alliance Three is coming out next year, and it's exclusive to the Nintendo Switch, mm -hmm. which is quite interesting. Um, they did show off like the first trailer for it, and like it doesn't, <laughs> the game doesn't look very good like graphically or anything like that. But the, okay, the it wasn't just games, me. 
Yeah, no, it looked like shit graphically, but the previous games were never like they not, they were never like graphical powerhouses or anything like that. They, but they were a lot of fun to like team up with all the different characters and and whatnot. So, um, cool thing about this one is like that you've got Avengers and X Men in there, so they seem to have worked out the difficulties that they've had in the past with some of the game and stuff to get all the characters together in a game. So like, I think uh, Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite had big problems getting... I, I don't think they had any X-Men characters in it, actually. Or very few, if anything. Um, so they had big problems with that. So they've, been, they've managed to work that out at least a little bit. So, yeah, it's good good that that's coming. And strange that it's close to Switch. That, 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 that seems like an odd choice, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 I was like, whoa... But uh, hey, you know Nintendo threw the money at them. Whatever. Mm. Um. It uh, it you know I I kind of like the idea because well it's uh it gives me an excuse uh, to use my Switch. Yep, totally agree. And, and to to be fair, like it does make complete sense for like this game because it, like like I said, it's not really a graphical showcase or anything like that. So like it's. It, it can run absolutely fine on the Switch. Um, plus, obviously, you've got built-in co-op on the Switch out of the box with the mm-hmm. two uh, two single Joy-Cons. So you can easily play two players using the simple button scheme. So I think that's kind of what this game is being geared up towards. Like, uh, the, uh, did you did you play the Ultimate Line series before? Um, briefly. I never so, f- so finished I- one, but... Mm. And I did play the... There was an X-Men one, which was very similar, too. Uh, yeah, it was X-Men... There was, I mean, there was X-Men Destiny. Like, it was a little bit similar. Oh, yeah, but, um, that people hated yeah. De- Destiny. No, I was <laughs> yeah. thinking before that, like, Children of the Atom. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, like, the Online's 1 wasn't that good. The Online's 2 is really, really good. Um, they took all the ideas from the first game and really built upon it. And I, I really liked the team-ups that you could do with all the different the different characters because you, you got kind of, like, unique moves between, like, each kind of different mm-hmm. character. So, like, if you had, like, uh, Cap and Iron Man, for example, you could get them to do, like, a team-up attack where it would be, like, from, say, like, in Avengers 1. This is obviously before Avengers came out. Um but from that, like uh, Iron Man, like fires a beam at Cap's shield and kind of like goes round and takes mm-hmm. out a bunch of enemies. So like stuff like that, I always thought was really cool. Um, one of my favourite things in the game though was like not anything to do with the the gameplay of the game. There was like there was a part in it where you could go into like I think it was Avengers Mansion, and there was a bunch of like just people you could talk to and stuff in it. And one of the one of the areas in it was just like you could go and do a, a Marvel quiz. <laughs> And you could just go and do this huge Marvel quiz that had hundreds of questions in it, Aww. and uh, and I I really enjoyed just doing that, like the Marvel trivia. And um, obviously, like back then, it wasn't so common for you to just look everything up mm-hmm. on on Google. So I mean, you could easily cheat it, but it was the fun of that. <laughs> so I hope they bring that back. And uh, like the the second game uh, was based around the Civil War storyline, so that like, you could play it up to like a certain point and then you could pick what side to go on so like there was essentially like two endings one where you went as like iron man's team one where you went as cap's team and you could play through both different ways of it which was which was really cool and there was an awesome mission with uh that i recall with uh we were fighting on top of a building and you were having to fight giant man 
who's like just a giant background character and he's a ma- like his massive head the size of a building and uh, he kept like slamming his hand down and that and it was it was really really cool so see so, yeah looking forward to this although it does not look good graphically uh well maybe a it's rough that's all i could think of mm. um yeah i don't know it kind of looked uh cell shaded i guess kind of it's a kind of an art style thing to go for. Like when it first popped up, and like because they showed you like uh, the beginning of the trailer, it was like the uh, the guardians it showed first, so like Rocket and Groot and whatnot. And, uh, and I was like, oh, this is just Telltale Guardians because it looks like that yep. art style. Exa- like, that's exactly what I thought. <laughs> yeah, because I'm like, oh, here's a new Marvel announcement. No, it's just Telltale like Marvel game coming, but like Telltale Guardians coming back somewhere. But then, as it went on, it's like, no, no, this is clearly Ultimate Alliance. <laughs> they started showing the other characters. But uh, Ant-Man wasn't in the trailer, which I, I was slightly disappointed by. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I assume you, I assume you'll come. Hopefully, I, there'll be a lot of characters in it. So, I would as a, uh, I would assume that uh, Ant-Man is in it, and I, you, you figure they gotta put at least seventy-five to a hundred characters. Yeah, I mean, I think the Lego games have kind of spoiled us with that sort of stuff because, like, you can do the team up like in those games by just having so many different characters, like like Lego Marvel superheroes and superheroes two and Avengers. Yeah, like they've got all of those people in it. So I would be really very surprised if they've not got all the kind of big names in there at least. Um, I don't see Coulson making the cut, unfortunately, but you never know. <laughs> Well, you know he he's got a big uh, he's got a big screen movie coming out. That is true. I mean, and and of course they can always add DLC to this because I don't think Captain Marvel was in the trailer. I can't quite recall, but I don't think she was in the trailer. So they could always add like Captain Marvel DLC that could have the likes of Coulson and and whatnot in it. We'll see. But I imagine it'll be a fun game anyway. So. I look forward to playing that when it comes out. It's early next year as well, by the looks of it. So they didn't give a date that I recall. It just, sure said said, it, it, it just said two thousand. They might have actually. Mm. I'll look on uh, Amazon. Yeah, um, I don't think there was any, any other game things. No, not really. No, I, th- I thought that was it. Um, but yeah, there was a couple of movie trailers that came out. Okay. Yes. Which were which were pretty cool. <laughs> so there was uh, Captain Marvel came out first. Yes. And I thought this was a very good trailer, to be honest. Like it made me much more excited for the movie. Um, and they they did confirm in this movie that the old lady that Captain Marvel punches is a scroll. <laughs> I think they kind of had to show that because uh, people were like, "Okay, it's a scroll, but what if it's not a scroll?" And she's just punched that old lady. <laughs> yeah, that I mean, I, I guess it would have been a killer moment. Even you know, yeah. with, with these days where everybody is offended by everything, hmm. you know, now, now it's Christmas songs. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ, people! <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I I just I, I just get uh, more and more. Uh, lose more and more faith in humanity every week with what can we get offended by this week um 
Yeah, I mean, like music and stuff. Like that, I don't think people can sen- should really censor music. It's like you'd have to censor art, like you know, like you'd have to censor a painting. Like, okay, oh, that's coming. You know, like that's like coming. that sort of thing. So, yeah, that'll be next year. <laughs> but uh, like, I'm yeah. really offended by the Mona Lisa. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Eyes are too dead inside. Paint a smile on her. Like, I mean, come on. <laughs> but um. Yeah, I'm just, it's just, uh, you know, now it's what, uh, baby, it's cold outside. Yeah, that's very strange. But uh, but the Captain Marvel trailer, like, I thought was really, really strong, and it made me much more excited for the the movie than uh, what I was already. Like, I'm probably more excited for Captain Marvel than I am for Avengers 4. (laughs) To be Mm -hmm. honest, I never thought I think it's because Coulson's in it, like, I'm just like, oh, yes. I want to see Coulson back, like in the in the big time. And he, they don't look as if they've de-aged him. Like Samuel L. Jackson looks like a little bit de-aged. Oh yeah. But like, but like Coulson just looks like he doesn't shoot like right now. <laughs> um, I, I I can't go that far yet. Um, I'm inter- I uh, I'm definitely interested in Captain Marvel. It looks like it's going to be a fun movie. Mm. Um, but I'm I'm not ready to say uh, yes. I I'm uh, I want to. I'm more interested in that than uh, Avengers because we get, we did get Avengers this week as well. Um, but that being said, yeah, um, it looks like it's going to tell an interesting story. We're going to get some really cool space scenes, which we don't get much of. I mean, we got some in. Mm. Uh, you know the Guardians movies and Infinity War, but uh, th- this this looks like uh, you know people are getting excited for this movie and and that's great because we want you know uh, we want additional female uh, hero movies mm. and you know and this one needs to do well otherwise. Uh, Marvel is going to say, "See, we did one for you guys, and nobody went to mm. it." Yeah, they they do seem to have changed up a couple of things, like from the comics and stuff like that as well. Um, judging by this trailer, like it does look as if she's going to have a bit of a different origin story somehow. That they're kind of pitching mm. her more as like so, sort of like uh, it kind of reminds me actually like of Agents of Shield, like the the way that her origin stories. Looks as if it's going in this from the trailer. I mean, obviously, like it could just be a kind of red herring, but it doesn't look as if Captain Marvel is involved in it. Like Marvel, I thought he was supposed more... to be in this one. Yeah, so did I. And, like the rumor was that uh, it was going to be Jude Law that was playing um, mm. Marvel, but it doesn't look as if that's going to be the case anymore. However, I mean, they could, like it could all be again red herrings. We're not going to know until the the movie actually come comes out. So. But yeah, it'll be it'll be very interesting to see how this uh, how this actual story plays out between uh, in the actual movie itself. But it looks like she's kind of lost her humanity a little bit, and she's got more Kree in her than what what the uh, the normal origin story is, which is like basically she got what was it? There's a blood transfusion sort of thing from Captain from uh, Marvel, and she basically gained a lot of his powers. Uh, her powers look cool as hell, though, and they ha- seem to have done a really good job with the the costume 
because um, we've seen her quite a bit in the green costume, but once she's in the kind of like red and gold type costume, like it looks really cool. I um, yeah, I, they're definitely changing the 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 origin, unfortunately, but. Hmm. And I think I, I think you kind of have to, hmm. because you're uh, you would need an entire you would need two movies in order to um, get the uh, to do the origin properly. Because first of all, you would have to uh, give. You would have to create the original Captain Marvel. Yep. And then once you did that, uh, you, then you could go and uh, get uh, th- that. Then you then you would be able to uh, create the female Captain Marvel because, as as uh, you and I know, um. What happens is he, uh, uh, basically she, she gets her powers from being exposed to Captain Marvel and Kree energy. Mm -hmm. Yep. So, get, uh, so in order, so yeah, you would have to do two movies. Hmm. But yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to to seeing this movie. I mean, like, there's conflicting reports that I'm reading online here about who Jude Law is playing. So maybe he is going to be Marvel, and they'll they'll do it all in one movie. Give her the prop the proper full origin. Sorry, so wait and see. Um, but yeah, apparently uh, Clark Gregg was de-aged digitally by 25 years. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> like, he doesn't look it from the trailer, but okay. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, like he looks like quite young for his age like mm. even in even in shield um nick fury definitely looks a lot younger but he is older so uh, samuel jackson is older anyway so but yes so the other trailer that did come out this week just a couple of days ago was uh avengers and we finally avengers 4 and we finally got the title for avengers 4 which was not really a surprise to be honest <laughs> it's kind of the title that everyone's been kicking around for the last wee while mm-hmm. yeah and i just wish that it had come out and like it'd been something completely out of the blue that nobody had guessed but it is indeed avengers endgame it works and people have it works yeah and like it's been a word that's been used through the mcu for quite a while now like tony stark said it i think back in age of ultron and when he was talking about like putting a shield around the world, around the world and stuff like that, that's that's his end game. And, like Doctor Strange obviously said it in Infinity War. He said we're in the end game now, so it makes sense. But uh, it's it's really vague. Um, but here's an interesting tip for you before we get into the the trailer chip. Mm. If you go to go to AvengersEndgame.com, right? Okay. So go to that website. And this could be an Easter egg, but it may not be. It may just be like I don't know some kind of marketing campaign thing. Avengers. Oh, I forgot an R. Yeah, AvengersEndgame.com. Hmm. 
<laughs> I'll wait while Chip types this in. <laughs> yeah, for some reason it's not taking it. A V E N G E R S endgame.com. All right, we'll keep going. Okay. <laughs> But yeah, so the trailer, the trailer for Avengers Endgame came out, and uh, like Marvel was keep try to keep the title quiet until like the end of the trailer, basically. But within maybe I don't know, about ten seconds of the trailer being out, like people were already like hashtagging Avengers Endgame everywhere, and so it didn't really work very well, like due to the nature of the way the advertising beast works. Like people are sharing the trailer and going, "Oh my god, I can't wait to see Avengers Endgame!" Like even though even though the type, the trailer was titled like Avengers Four first trailer and stuff like that so what, what was it they showed at first on it was like good morning america or something i believe it was good morning america yes yeah and obviously like i don't see that but it was interesting because the russo brothers were at the game awards like presenting an award and like the big rumor was that they were going to uh they were going to drop the trailer there which i thought would have been really cool and there, there was a point where like all the like uh, I think it was just after they presented their award, like all the lights went off and went black, and like people went, "Oh my god!" Like they're going to show the Avengers trailer, and they showed some, uh, like a trailer for some game, or like, I forget what game it was, but like they showed a trailer for some game, and people were like, "Oh, like oh, well, I guess we're not getting an Avengers trailer here." Maybe the game awards is not as big as Good Morning America. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, not. Well, Good Morning. Hey. Um, ABC, oh, it, it's not uh, Good Morning America is an ABC show, which is the you know, mm. Disney is the yeah. parent company. So, I, I go to AvengersEndgame.com and I get Once Upon a Deadpool. Yep, <laughs> okay, all right, <laughs> it takes you to foxmovies.com slash movies slash Once Upon a Deadpool, which is very strange. <laughs> like, I don't know why it takes you there, but it does. <laughs> So, but, I mean, it, like, it could be a hint at a crossover, but I don't know. I, I don't know that they'd have been able to pull that off in time because this movie's been in the can for a while now. But, um, but uh, anyway, as for the actual trailer itself, it was a decent trailer, but like it didn't excite me massively. There, there was there's big spoilers in this trailer though for like for Ant Man. <laughs> oh yeah, he's in there. Yeah. He's he's in there, even though he might he might be dead. <laughs> we don't know, but um, or certainly they assume he's dead. But it's not really made clear, and it's I would say that if you've not seen Ant Man, it's kind of a confusing trailer to watch that end part because you're like, why are they surprised to see him? It's just Ant Man here, like okay. But and we didn't get a, we didn't get a final yes or no really on if it's time travel or not. Like we're kind of assuming that there's a big time travel element going on in here, but we're not totally sure. And uh, amusingly, like the trailer starts off with like um, Tony Stark recording a message to uh, Pepper Potts, like because he thinks he's about to die, he's run out of food and stuff, um, and he's run out of he's fast run out of air. Um, so people started tweeting at NASA to go and rescue him, <laughs> <laughs> and and NASA actually responded, and they're like, oh, like calling the Avengers. <laughs> <laughs> Good response. Which I was pretty, Good response. Yeah, which is which is pretty funny and kind of it, it's. I think it works well in the kind of overall meta for the advertising. But it was a decent trailer. Um, I, 
they didn't show Captain Marvel in the trailer. And I think what they're showing us here is kind of little bits and snippets stitched together to try and keep people guessing about what the movie is. Because we still don't really know what the movie is. But they did have a couple, couple of cool moments, like straight from the comic books in it, like the Thanos scarecrow and, and things like that. And uh, we did get to see uh, that Hawkeye is coming back, but he is Ronin because he was in the in the Ronin costume. Mm-hmm. So from that and the angry look on his face, you could probably guess that his family died during the snap because he seems to have gone off the rails. Yes. Definitely. Funny thing though about, about that scene though, like he wipes blood off of his sword, mm-hmm. but there's no blood on his sword. <laughs> so they've obviously like they've censored the trailer. <laughs> yeah, they'll they'll redigitize the blood in later. Yep. <laughs> but that's fine. I mean, like they do things like that to get trailers like past censors and like out on. Things like Good Morning America and stuff like that to get the, the biggest audience. And, and it's definitely worked for this trailer because it's the most viewed trailer of all time in the first 24 hours. So. But yeah, it's, it's good. But it's kind of like what I was expecting the trailer to be. Nothing massively surprising in there. Um, I was much more pleased with the Captain Marvel trailer. Well... Uh... Traditionally, what uh, Marvel does is the first trailer is a bit scattershot and just gives you a taste and mm. yep. some key scenes, etc. And then uh, the next uh, the next trailer fleshes things out, and we're on this. So we're on the second trailer um, right now. Oh, for Captain Marvel, yeah, yeah. yeah so maybe the, may, the second Avengers trailer, which. I'm going to guess is it at during the Super Bowl. Yeah, very possibly. I mean, to be fair with like Avengers, they don't need to like have a massive splash with the trailer like to sell the movie. People are already sold on it based on the last movie, so like you've got basically that built-in audience. You're almost guaranteed to get all of them back to see how the snap plays out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like absolutely, and this movie will probably be bigger. Because of like word of mouth and like, and stuff like that, from everybody seeing Infinity War in the in the year or two since it's come out, uh, by the time this comes out, what, what, no, in fact, sorry, one year, and basically in that in that year, I think because it's coming out like the year after as well, like the hype's still there for Infinity War, like you forget sometimes that that movie came out this year, so like people are still like big on that movie, and, like it will be big on people's like movies of the year and stuff like that when they're talking about that for this year um, and I think that will carry over into next year and people will still be pumped for Infinity War when this movie's coming out and be excited to see it too uh, but like I don't think it like like Captain Marvel the first trailer like they had to use that to try to sell the movie to people because it's really an unknown quantity to folks so uh, I, I think they did a really good job of that and same way with like the first Guardians trailer like mm-hmm. And uh, the first Doctor Strange trailer and stuff like that, like they did a real good job with those to uh, to get people excited for those movies that might not necessarily have been before. So we'll see. It's the mm. first one. Um, aside from that, though, a couple other bits of news to mention, and it's all bad news from here on out. <laughs> so, Daredevil. 
cancelled after three seasons. And I think we already mentioned like Luke Cage and Iron Fist being cancelled, but Daredevil joins them on the the trash heap for Netflix. That's a relationship that's souring very quickly. Yeah, and we've still got another season of Jessica Jones, which I think is already filmed, hasn't it? Almost done. I was reading and, on it today. And Punisher is Pun- Punisher's already done as well, isn't it? Punisher's Pun- yeah, two. Punisher's already finished filming. So I think we can basically safely assume that after those two are out, Netflix and Marvel are done. There's no more. Yeah. And do you think that we get any Daredevil or Luke Cage or Iron Fist in either of those two shows at all? Uh, rumor has it uh, Luke Cage is in Jessica Jones season three. Okay, and I mean that would make sense. They do have a, like a history and stuff like that. So, but do you think we might see like uh, Charlie Cox in one of the other shows, like as a lawyer or something? I could see him in Punisher. Yeah, I could see him in Punisher just to kind of wrap up that Punisher arc. Like, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just re- it's really disappointing because uh, like the Netflix Marvel universe has been really good, and it's a real shame that it doesn't seem to be continuing anymore. And it's even more of a shame actually that like these characters are established, the world is there, the backstory's told, the origins told, and like Marvel doesn't look as if they want to continue on in any way, shape, or form. Like outside of Netflix, they just look as if they're tossing it away. Like, because it doesn't look as if this is coming to the Disney Plus streaming service. Because they've already come out and said that these shows aren't going to be on that service. They're going in different avenues. But that Daredevil might come up, come back in something else. So I think the only place Daredevil can go at this point is into Shield, like <laughs> at all. Like it's, it's the only place where he would even be able to kick around, <laughs> even even if it's only like a bit bit part here and there. But yeah, it's a real shame, to be honest, because those are good quality shows. Uh, I don't know what they're doing. Um, I don't know if it's going to be... Um, I don't know if it's going to be... Uh, they show up in something in Disney Plus. I still think there's Hulu, um, or free and Freeform, mm. and uh, you know any of those shows could make the jump over there. Now, part of the thing is Disney Plus. I think they've uh, cock blocked uh, Ike Perlmutter out of the thing entirely. Mm. I don't think he's involved. You know. Uh, the, they gave him the Netflix stuff. They gave him Shield. Uh, they gave him Agent Carter, and they gave him in Inhumans. Mm. And you know, for, for the most part, he did a pretty good job with most of those. You know, obviously, Inhumans was a was an abortion. Um, Shield. You know, I I don't know how you know based on what I know uh, have heard about Ike Perlmutter. I'm not sure. I don't know how that show was able to do as well as it <laughs> did. Um, you know, the maybe he stayed out of it. Um, yeah, I, I don't think he's involved in Shield at all. I think that's like uh, really like 
Jeff Loeb and what's her name, Marissa. I forget her second name. And uh, Jeff Whedon. Jeff Whedon. Yeah, and Melissa Trankinon, something like that. Yeah, I can't um, pronounce her second name. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, but yeah, like I think that's like those three. That's like their baby, and that's why the show keeps continuing. And I think Ike stayed well out of that, um, from them fighting him off or however it's worked out. But and I think that's why Shield has been strong and continued to be good over the years. Where where these other things like Inhumans and that, like I think. I think he's had a much bigger involvement in Inhumans and it's gone absolutely shit. And I, I agree with you. I mean, seeing the Netflix universe come to such an abrupt end uh, is disappointing. But, you know, it it always seemed like it was going to be slightly awkward if uh, Marvel had uh, all its own stuff and high mm. high budget. Because I, you know, apparently the Falcon and Winter Soldier show, and the the Loki show are all going to be big budget things, and you know mm-hmm. Disney yep. has the money to do this. Um, it, it, and then if you if uh, you went low rent with Netflix. You know, it, you know, people probably would uh, start comparing, saying this isn't as good as the stuff Marvel has over on its own stuff, on its own thing. Um, and mm. as far as I know, Netflix was fit- footing the bill for most of the the production cost of those shows. Yeah, I believe so. I mean, Marvel is obviously like part and parcel of of it somewhere, but um, but yeah, I think Netflix was. Uh, the the big investor there, and it's Netflix that will miss out, to be honest. Because I mean, I'm sure whilst the ratings might have been slipping a little bit, they still probably get a good bump when one of these shows goes up. Well, and I think it's more of there's more choices for digital content these days. Hmm. Um, you know, I mean, you have now you have CBS. Direct. You're you're gonna have Disney Plus. Uh, there's various anime streaming services. Uh, there's Hulu. Um, there is DC. So I think uh, at you know at some point uh, there is just uh, you know uh, how, you know how many of these services can you pay for and how much TV can you watch too. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, if you've got the card, then yeah, it's it's different. But if you're still paying cable plus whatever all these other services are, then yeah, for sure, you're paying like so much money for it. And how much do you really watch it? Um, but yeah, like Mar- Marvel did say that Daredevil will return in some capacity, but that doesn't necessarily mean it'll be Charlie Cox playing him or it, that it'll be the same version of Daredevil or anything like that. So uh, yeah, there's a good chance that. We might never see this particular version of Daredevil again. And what frustrates me the most, right, is that they never wrapped up the stories, like, of those shows. Like, Well, that they, yeah, I, I haven't watched season you know, three of Daredevil yet. Yeah, but, I mean, like, it, it, could easily, it can easily continue on from, from where it goes. Like, 
there's no there's no end point to it like at the end of season mm-hmm. three it's not like they, they they kill him off and he's done um which they could have like i think if they'd been more they'd been smarter about this and like really thought it out then they could have done the defenders at the end of the seasons that were planned and had that kind of the, the ending for the defenders like go in and mm-hmm. add those uh, like that thing happens at the end and uh, that that character dies and then the other characters all decide to retire because of that. Like that, that makes sense canonically. Like, and I would be okay with that, but like, it doesn't look as if that's going to happen. No, and well, I mean, Luke Cage ends in an odd spot, and I'm gonna hmm. keep, keep mum on that. But uh, and I haven't finished Iron Fist yet. The new TV season started, and we kind of haven't gotten back to it yet. But uh, Luke Cage ends in a very interesting spot with Luke mm. in a very interesting position. And, uh, you know, th- there was a interesting season three of that show for sure. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, I, can't, I can't tell you anything about Iron Fist or Daredevil at this point. Um, you know, uh, as long as they finish the story arc and don't end on a cliffhanger with no resolution in sight, I'm okay. Slightly disappointed, but I'm okay. Hmm. I would just like to, as part of these announcements for them to go, Daredevil, Luke Cage, Iron Fist all, are all cancelled, and after their, their respective seasons, Jessica Jones and The Punisher are cancelled as well, but we're doing this one final team-up, like... Like, even if it was like a Netflix movie type thing of the Defenders, like, and mm-hmm. that would, that would be the conclusion of the arc that they've been telling, um, which I think would would have been a nice little end cap for it. But as as the way it looks at the moment, it looks as if they're just going to leave things kind of up in the air, which is a shame. Well, you know, Marvel will have access to those characters and can always change their mind. Yeah, I mean, in Avengers Endgame, they can go back in time and change everything, and um, the Defenders and like Daredevil and all that, they might never even come to exist because of something that happens in the Avengers Endgame. Like that, they could literally change the entire uh, canon of the MCU in that movie by going back in time and changing stuff. So there, there's the possibility of that, and and obviously we like it would be. I don't think they'll mention it at all in in that movie, but from the movie. You could easily get different things happening where, like, oh, here's a new show, and it's here because of this thing happening. Yeah. Which I think would be interesting to to change the canon, and like that's how we might end up with like X Men coming into like the MCU as well. And there is the option that they just, you know, they they pull a Disney Star Wars thing, saying Netflix shows aren't canon. Done. They could do that, yep. <laughs> I mean, Disney has previous for doing things like that, so um, I think it would be really upsetting to me, though, if they did that, because like, then it would be, for me, only a matter of time until they said that about S.H.I.E.L.D., <laughs> which would really upset me. <laughs> well, unfortunately, that's the Disney way. They just decide yeah. to change things. Um, Shield's a little more. At least Shield was somewhat integrated into uh, the MCU, or is, um, and it's continuing. So maybe, maybe things get better. Um, 
in terms of uh, what was I thinking here? Yeah, you know, it's it'll be interesting to see what they do. I'm keeping a very close eye on Disney Plus. Mm. I I you know I'm pretty sure I'm signing up for it when it starts. Oh yeah. Oh, we need to. This show is to cover. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you this. Um, DC Universe. Hmm. I mean, granted, it's only, you know, they're only putting out one piece of new content per week, and that is right now it's episodes of Titans. I haven't regretted hmm. my $75 yet. Yeah, I, I, I wish I could give them my money, but. <laughs> <laughs> I just get the uh, when I go on their website, all it says to me is, "Sorry, this service is only available in the U.S. We'll announce when it is available in your region, not shortly." Just said, "We'll announce when it's available in your region," and uh, yeah, Titans is going to be on Netflix, but I don't think it's there yet. <laughs> They're probably waiting for them to finish the whole series. Most likely, yeah. But it's really annoying, like because when they announced that, I was like, okay, well, I'll I'll get into this, but then it just never ever came about. So that that is my Friday night. Go out to dinner and come home, and we uh, fire up uh, Titans. Hmm. Um, eleventh of January. It now has a release date for over here. Oh, okay. On Netflix. So I I would the season will be done by then, won't it, for you guys? Yes, I think we have yeah. three, four episodes left. So, so that'll be when the whole show is out, mm. and they'll they'll drop it for for us. You can obviously watch it through like uh, illicit means, but on the pirate like, ship, on the pirate ship, yeah, on the but, pirate like, ship. Then you've got the the quality and all that is reduced, and uh, if there's any foreign language there's no subtitles and you miss bits and pieces because of things mm. like that and you've got buffering issues and like all that sort of stuff so i'd rather watch it from a legit source which doesn't exist in this country right now so which <laughs> <laughs> it's just very frustrating and the, like the the digital world that we live in right now that you guys can watch it no problem just by paying a fee mm. and like i would happily pay the fee to watch it like but it just doesn't exist for me <laughs> Without jumping through various VPN hoops and all that sort of garbage that I don't want to do, and I don't know, I don't know if uh, it's coming to US Netflix. So we should clarify that it's coming to Netflix yeah, in the UK. UK, yeah, UK Netflix. I would assume that it is not coming to the uh, the US Netflix at all because it's on the DC Universe platform, and it's right now it's their only uh, major uh, calling card. Yeah, the only reason I, I, there uh, after this we get I think uh, six weeks of Young Justice. Okay, the new season is it new? Yeah, okay. Yeah, uh, I think uh, it's something like six six weeks with three new episodes a week, and then we go into Doom Patrol. Hmm. Nice. The um, Disney Plus is definitely coming to the UK, but they've not said when yet. So, so, um, what did I see? I saw a couple of. Well, uh, Disney is creating a Disney World is bringing to Epcot 
a Guardians of the Galaxy. I think it's a roller, some sort of roller coaster. Nice. Um, I think I know what building they're putting it into. I kind of saw a picture of it. I think it's the Mi- Mission to Mars uh, ride, which, Thanks. which, which is a pretty cool ride. It, it's kind of intense, but uh, <laughs> you know, uh, it's kind of a dead ride too. Nobody goes on it anymore. So, <laughs> but uh, we, we did it when we were down there uh, in the fall. And they they have they have uh, the version. There's the the mellow version of the ride, and then there's the hardcore version of the ride. I, I did the hardcore. My wife did the mellow. But I because okay. uh, they uh, force some serious G's on you. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually kind of cool. But um, I saw that that guard. So uh, Guardians is coming to the Epcot. Thanks. The, um, the last bit of news just to mention is that um, Spider-Man Far From Home, um, there was a new kind of promo shot put out and it was uh, Spider-Man in a different suit. This time he's in the kind of Spider-Man Noir suit, which is like all black stealth suit, which looks similar-ish to the one in the comics, but it doesn't look anywhere near as cool as his, uh, as his Tony Stark suit. It looks very much more homemade. Okay. Well... Hmm. It'll be interesting because, from what I, from what we have heard, uh, Far From Home takes place uh, right after Endgame. Hmm. Yeah. So, uh, Far From Home could mean many things. Far From Home could mean he's stuck on a separ- uh, different planet. Uh, hmm. That uh, he's not you know, uh, your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man and he could have some tough and difficult choices ahead of him. And, uh, instead of everything being black and white, learn about the gray. Um, Mm -hmm. rumor has it that Mysterio starts off as a hero. Mysterio is the villain Mm in, uh, far from home. Uh, so, you know, there's, It'll be interesting, and uh, I, I mean, I'm not a fan of the Scarlet Spider uh, Stark uh, costume for Spider-Man. I think it makes him too much <laughs> Batman or Iron Man anyways, but uh, it'll be, you know, and uh, that trailer was supposed to drop, supposedly all three trailers were going to drop this week. Um, and they pulled back the Spider-Man trailer last minute showed it to an audience at a, a comic convention in Brazil. Okay. <laughs> so uh, people have seen it, and we're supposed to get it next week. Yeah, and I don't think Spider-Man was in the Avengers trailer, was he? I don't, no, I don't think he was. No, he wasn't, because he's been, he's been dusted at this yes. point in the Avengers. So <laughs> it's, kind of, it's kind of a weird one to go like, yeah, okay, so see that guy that you saw die in this movie here? Well, he's not in, shown in this movie at all, although most likely he will be in it. But here he is, he's just back. And do you think they'll explain that in the trailer anyway? Like this trailer? I don't think they will. <laughs> like, from a storytelling point of view, it's kind of confusing. They got a lot. Well, I mean, you. I guess you have to get the hype train going. 
They they do. <laughs> um, because yeah, yes, definitely. right now it's, it's like, it. well, Spider Man's yeah. dead. Yep. <laughs> so, how can he have a movie? Like, what what is this? <laughs> so it'll be very interesting. I think the content that they show from this trailer. Um, I think this is probably the most intriguing of the three trailers that <laughs> we're releasing over these couple of weeks. So we'll, we'll wait and see what they show. And um, it should, we should point out that none of the dead heroes showed up in the Endgame trailer. Apart from Batman. Ant-Man didn't die. Yeah, but like they, they thought he was, they sort of thought he was dead. No, Ant-Man, everyone, Ant-Man got trapped in, uh... In the, in the quantum realm, yeah. But like they, the, um, the Avengers, the rest of the Avengers basically had assumed that he was dead in the snap as well. Well, nobody addressed Ant-Man, I don't think, in, uh... Well, I think it's it's oh, kind of like you can okay, you can put yeah. two and oh, two yeah. together right, and yeah, like from, from yeah from their reaction in, in that trailer when they see him there they're like uh, is this like old footage, footage? like because yeah. <laughs> clearly they thought he was dead yeah. and like they sh- I'm sure they show it at one point where there's like a flash up of like people that are no longer around and like it, uh, like Bucky's there and uh, uh, Scott Lang's there as well as well as uh, Shuri. As well, who we didn't see die, but looks as if she did die in the movie. Just off screen. So it will be interesting. I really hope they don't do the time travel thing. I really hope they don't, but we'll see. I I mean, I think everything that we've seen from leaked stuff is pretty much got that as a lock on at this point like the the old suits and like ant-man being around like on the set of the battle in new york and stuff like that like they're doing time travel of some sort oh and retcon fix the future before it happens sort of like this last uh this season of uh agents of shield (laughs) yeah okay go be where they go they went uh, 90 years in the future to come back and fix the future. Yeah, I mean, actually, I was talking to Ali about that the other day. Who, uh, how, like, this is all, like, time travel Avengers stuff. And uh, he's like, oh, this is so cool. They're doing time travel. I'm like, yeah, Shield already did this. Like, <laughs> they're just copying Shield. Like, they're the same thing. Which I'm sure pissed him off because... Oh yeah, <laughs> Cause he, has he come around to Shield yet? Uh, no, I think no. he's seen up to season three now. Okay, like he goes, he goes on like sometimes he'll go on like a binge of like enjoying yeah. Marvel and want to see more of it, and he watch some of Shield, and he always enjoys it when he does, but he he never fully admits how much he enjoys it. <laughs> Just okay. to annoy me, I think. <laughs> For for those that might not have been listening for the in, entirety of the five seasons, uh, he was one of the original three co-hosts who left after one episode. <laughs> <laughs> Which was very funny. It's true. <laughs> yep. um, all right. And we might as well use that as a segue to get into this week's uh, episode. Yes. All right. So... So this episode was uh, season five, episode twenty of Agents of Shield, which was called "The One Who Will Save Us All." Is it Captain America? Is it is it Coulson? Is it Quake? Hmm. 
It's none of those people. <laughs> um, so this episode starts off just straight after last week's one where uh, Talbot and Coulson float up to the alien spaceship which is floating above, which I believe these aliens are called Romorathes. Okay. Which is not a species that I'm familiar with whatsoever, and it's never really made very clear what it is that they can do. They're just alien people who have a ship, and it's here on Earth because they have a connection with Hydra people. Like, okay, <laughs> it's kind of a it's kind of a loose tie, to to be honest for me. And but yeah, Talbot says to Coulson, "No, oh, don't worry, I can fix this." <laughs> Okay. Um, meanwhile, the he's rest just of the team, brimming with confidence. He, he is, and he's quite cool in this role at the beginning, <laughs> to be fair. Um, so, yeah, the, the rest of the team kind of worries about Talbot going crazy with his new powers because obviously they've realized that he's got the gravitonium in him, and with that, he's got all the other people's voices in his head and all that. And, uh, and Ruby couldn't control it, and uh, Absorbing Man Carl Creel, he couldn't control it. So, what makes Talbot? different from them like they're just basically reckoning he's gonna go crazy and snap like thanos um matt goes off to uh to see if there's any other people kicking about though and he fights off an alien who has drunk the the black goo which we'd seen uh, kasaias drink before um talbot though is not worried about the voices in his head he uh <laughs> he says he's got them under control because he's a general and he's like controlling them like an army type thing almost so he's marshalling them and disciplining them and stuff like that i don't know inside his head all this is going on uh, but colson says yeah you've kind of skipped the tutorial and gone straight to big boss mode which which i thought was was yeah. nice and fair and fair yeah so uh, they get into the ship, and uh, Talbot tells the aliens that it's now his ship, and he's in control. Well, well just... no, first, it's uh, Coulson goes, let me try and handle this. And he tries the, the nice negotiating ambassador follow protocol style. And should we? Yeah, you know, uh, well, you know, official channels, and this is the way you know, this is the way you would uh, start one of these negotiations. And then, uh, and the look on Talbot's face is just kind of priceless, and because uh, you know they basically rebuff Coulson. Yep. And then uh, Talbot just kind of says, "I got this." <laughs> Goes, I, I think you guys misunderstand. This is my ship, and Coulson's <laughs> and Coulson's face now is completely uh, priceless. <laughs> uh, uh, Glenn, Glenn, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> and uh, and then he once again re repeats, "No, this is my ship." And then he folds one of the guards into a nice little suitcase. Yeah, and it, it it's kind of like demonstrating his his power to them, like, and he just literally squishes the guy into a ball of mush, which is like, oh my mm. god, <laughs> and this is what they're using their uh, later rating for, <laughs> like, wow. And we've seen this now a few times. Mm -hmm. Uh, the you know the only 
you know, because we, he did to the guards last week. Ruby uh, crushed what's his name's face. Mm-hmm. So, so we have seen this, and uh, the only thing I was uh, just I was just waiting for him to say because then he then he makes them kneel to him. And I was just waiting for the line kneel before Zod. Yeah, I, that's what it reminded me of as well. Like kneel before me. Like, okay, <laughs> he needs to say kneel before Talbot, but I don't think he did. Um, but yeah, like it was definitely him on like a power trip, and it, it went very quickly from being like. Okay, here's a shield mission, and like he's there to support and help Coulson. To nah, fuck this. I'm in charge now. Like I'm, I'm the dictator of the world. Like mm-hmm. right, okay. <laughs> so he, he seems to turn on a knife edge, and obviously having the other people in his head is the power kind of going to his head a little bit. Power going to his head. Uh, yeah, he he's going a bit. Uh, he's going crazy. Mm-hmm. Definitely. It is a shame for Talbot like to go this way because I always like quite liked Talbot and how he was goofy and all that like back a couple of seasons mm. ago and now he's not like that at all. <laughs> he's, the the goof is gone. He's not going to be tied up naked in his car anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um, meanwhile, back down on the on the base, uh, Mac and Yo Yo have a bit of a heart to heart, and and Mac May and Simmons interrogate the alien that Mac took down. Um, and yeah, we see that he took the same stuff that Kasaias took, which was uh, odium. And this dude then kind of rages out and then dies. Uh, and so Simmons is tasked with opening him up to find out like how his DNA works. She's not happy about it. No, she's not. But hey ho. She's like, oh, <laughs> come <laughs> on, boss. <laughs> yeah. Uh, on the ship, though, Coulson tries to keep Talbot in line, but he's basically fast becoming a dictator. Um we do find out that Hale is in the in there in the alien ship's brig, and she obviously reveals that to them that she sold Shield out after Ruby died because she was angry with them. Um, Coulson though asks for her help because she knows more about these aliens and and whatnot and what's going on here than what they do. Like, so he really wants her to explain to him how this shit all works and where these aliens have come from and what their deal is. Um, so yeah, she goes with them and she tells uh, Talbot and Coulson about the Confederacy, which is the secret kind of alien meeting room that we've seen before that seems to be inside some kind of Space Invaders uh, arcade game. Yep. And uh, Talbot says that he's the only one that can save them all. <laughs> Talbot is the hero we need. <laughs> he's our mightiest hero in all this. I'm like, okay. Um so yeah, basically Hydra had been given gravitonium and inhumans to the Confederacy in order for them to help protect the Earth. And that was the kind of deal that they had and they won't want to renegotiate that deal. So they basically decided they they need to go and speak to these people and try to renegotiate the deal to make it work better in their favour. Um, you know, back down at the lighthouse, uh, Deke fixes the, uh, the monitors and Fitz tries to high-five him for it. And and he Deke says it's not cool to high five. No, that, uh, I'm sorry, but high fives cool, are cool. <laughs> that's not what the cool people do. So high fives are fine, or fist bumps, or high fives, mm. anything like that. That is fine. I don't know what Deke does in the future. Like the but, man puts lemons on uh, chicks' beds. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I mean, high fives, like what? Yeah. yeah. Um. So Daisy returns at this point from uh, so because obviously they've managed to get the 
the electronics up and running, so they've got comm channels and things like that back up. Um, so Daisy comes back from her mission, and Yo-Yo basically blames her for Coulson being abducted because she should have been here and been able to stop this whole thing from happening because mm-hmm. um, she's the leader after all. Um, but she has brought a bag back with her, bag of goodies. Yeah, but she doesn't want to show <laughs> Yo-Yo them. She does not want to show you what's in the bag, and I can understand why. Because, um, but Yo-Yo kind of like uses her power and steals the bag from her, and like opens it up, and it's a skeleton in the bag. She's like, okay, that's fucking dark. <laughs> so it's obviously the skeleton that mm-hmm. we saw her digging up last episode, which is her mum's skeleton, which she wants to get the DNA from essentially. Um, but but just having this like. Dirty skeleton. It's very like okay. Um, I can't remember how like how her mum died or how long ago it was, but like I don't know if she would decompose this quickly. Maybe she would because it's like a powered thing, but it's only been a couple of years, maybe two years. How long do you like, think a body uh, takes to decompose? I, I'm not. I'm not sure. I've never ever looked into it, but I would have assumed longer than this. Uh, I don't know. But I mean, she was old like mm-hmm. like a lot older than a normal human so um because obviously she had like powers and whatnot so she was a, a lot older than a normal person so maybe her her body would degrade quicker i, I don't know if there's any medical examiners out there that they could they can be tells <laughs> it's not not my area of expertise but anyway we see we we have a bit of a fight between uh, yo-yo and daisy which is funny because they start off just fighting normally and then they're like, oh, okay, no, we'll just use our powers against each other, fuck it. <laughs> and, uh, like, it was, I thought it was going to turn into a really interesting fight, but um, me kind of comes in and is like, guys, come on. And it just fires our gun up into the air, uh, and she says to them, are you done? <laughs> yeah, and, well, uh, A, that, I mean, it worked. I mean, it was a good fight. Uh, did we want to see a knockdown drag out? Do you really want to see uh, feelings hurt? You know, uh, mm. you know, you know. We've all fought with uh, siblings in the past, mm. and it's all fun and games till somebody loses an eye. I lost a tooth. <laughs> yeah. You know. Okay. I don't think I ever lost a tooth. <laughs> I was chasing my well, brother yeah. uh, into the house, and he shut the door, and I run up the, the stairs, and he opens it, and I caught the doorbell in, or the doorknob in my mouth. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Um, but, yeah, so maybe it's like kind of shocks them back to their senses and says that they need to try to help Colson. And Daisy's like, all right, okay, I'm with you. And Yo-Yo's kind of more reluctant, but May basically tells her that, well, she's not going to help Coulson, then just don't be here when, when they get back. Just that was a bit harsh. It was a bit harsh, but like uh, Yo-Yo wasn't really being a team player at this point, or she didn't look as if she was seeing the big picture. She was only like just wanting to be annoyed at Daisy at this point. So, uh, so I can see where May's coming from with it. May, May was very, like, leadery at this point. Mm-hmm. Like... I thought so, too. Whereas... Yeah, whereas, like, uh, Daisy wasn't... She's just reacting on instinct, essentially, and, uh, again, again, like, saying, not looking at the big picture. Whereas May is like, okay, no, this is the mission. This is what we need to do. Just get it done, guys. Come on. Cut the crap. Yep. Save your energy for the for the bad guys. Yep. 
Um, so we then see on the alien ship, Talbot suits up. <laughs> and, and I mean, he looks pretty cool, to be fair. And uh, it is a kind of similar-ish costume to like, uh, to the yes. character that he is based on in the comic books that we'll, we'll get. I mean, I suppose we've already seen it, haven't we? Yeah. Yeah, yeah we've yeah, already... He's yeah, Graviton, period. So he's 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 Graviton, so um he never ever calls himself that in, in this episode anyway, but um but that's that is who he is and that is a a similar comic a similar costume to the one that he does have in the comics. So uh, quite quite cool and uh not the way that I thought that character would go whatsoever because I always assumed that it would be Franklin Hall that would become graviton even though he was like trapped inside it i thought he would manage to find a way to like re-manifest himself mm-hmm. and and he didn't and it kind of has become a part of uh a part of talbot which is really cool and it's interesting the way that they've uh they've spanned this storyline to generate this character over five seasons <laughs> yeah this 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 was a huge uh plot twist Mm-hmm. Definitely. Like last episode was like a holy shit moment. Mm-hmm. Like when when Talbot went in and decided that he was going to do it, um, because he does it with the absolute best of intentions, because he he wants to have his redemption for what he feels is like he betrayed Shield by telling secrets to Hydra because they broke him, um, and he wants to try to redeem himself by becoming a hero, which is totally understandable, but it's not like. It, I mean, you could do it, but I don't. <laughs> it doesn't really seem to be going that well so far, <laughs> based on his uh, his actions. He's not being very shield like. True. So we see Talbot going with the uh, the alien leader to meet the members of the Confederacy, and Talbot tells them that he is Earth's mightiest hero, <laughs> which is yep. which is obviously like the Avengers are Earth's yep. mightiest heroes. And he says he claims to be more powerful than them, which he kind of is a little bit at this point. Like, he's definitely on par with them anyway, like, in terms of power level. Oh, and we've talked in the past that, um, uh, you know, that the Avenger, it took all the Avengers usually to take on Graviton. Yep. Yep, he's very, very powerful. Um, so we see Deke going to see Daisy, and uh, her her mom's still in the bag. <laughs> in this skeleton, she's just keeping it in the bag, <laughs> which is very strange. Um, and she's quite surprised because she came home and some creep had put lemons on her bed. It's some sort of weird prank, <laughs> <laughs> which uh, Deke just kind of plays it off. He's like, "Oh, classic fits." <laughs> yeah, throws fits <laughs> under really the bus. I mean, Fitz has done a couple of pranks over time, but like May's done some as well. Because I don't mm-hmm. know if you remember back in season one, um, somebody had put I think it was whipped cream on. I think it was Fitz's face, and and it was May that had done it, and like and nobody suspected her. <laughs> the, that I don't recall, but I'll take your word for it. Yeah, it was it was way back in season one. Like I, I've I've seen season yeah. one, um, with within the last couple of months. So, uh, so it was. Definitely made it that it was really funny actually to rewatch that. And um, but yeah, Deke kind of feels like the the lighthouse is a bit of a prison for him because he was stuck on the lighthouse his entire life, and then he travelled back in time essentially, and he is just back in the lighthouse, and he can't seem to go anywhere because he he seems to keep getting stuck there, and like 
I think all he would really like to do is go out and properly experience the world. And he's had one brief moment of that where he got to go to a pawn shop, pretty much, and that's about it. Fair point. And what was the drink he had? Was Zico or something? Oh, uh, Zima. Zima, yeah. <laughs> he just wants more Zima. <laughs> um, but yeah, you can tell that he clearly wants to tell her how he feels about her. Because he's obviously, we saw from when he was all kind of drugged up, mm-hmm. that he's clearly in love with Daisy. And he, he was really wanting to tell her here at this point. But Daisy's kind of in a totally different headspace at the moment. I um, mean, she's still kind of uh, getting over Lincoln. So he, she tells... Uh, Deke about about Lincoln dying for her, and also says that Coulson means more to her than anyone. Like, obviously, as like a father figure sort of thing, and and she's like, "Oh yeah, you were gonna tell me something." And and Deke's like, "Um, okay, well, yeah." So Fitz and Simmons are my grandparents, <laughs> and he totally bottles out of telling her that he's in, he's in love with her, which is, uh, it makes sense. It's definitely the wrong moment. Um, but yeah, it's obviously a. It's obviously something that we've known for a few weeks at this point that Fitz and Simmons are his grandparents. Um, I don't think Daisy knowing about it make, really makes much difference, to be honest. No. Um, so over in the <laughs> over in this uh, Space Invaders meeting room, um, the Confederacy doesn't believe that Talbot has the Gravitonium in him because no one person would be able to handle that, essentially. And Talbot calls them a room full of Democrats. <laughs> so it's, this is obviously like a political joke, right? Which is um, to do with you, you guys having the Republicans and the Democrats. Which yeah. one is the bad one? Which one is Trump? <laughs> I, I can never remember. Is he not a Republican? He is Republican. Right, okay. <laughs> so Talbot is Trump? They're both bad, Andy. <laughs> Come okay, on. Well, vote yeah. for Chip Happens 2020. Hold I mean, my if beer. I was in America, hundred yeah. percent. I would vote for vote for Chip Happens. <laughs> yeah, there we go. They're both bad. <laughs> but yeah, so he's kind of Trump in this in this regard. But yeah, he's just room full of Democrats, which is is funny. Um, they do say though that all voices in the room are equal, and there are only six members of the Confederacy, and that's the way that it's always been, and that's the way that it always will be. Um, however, there, there's one guy called Crickson who I'm not sure what race he is, but uh, he's apparently the most wise of them. So they kind of take their lead off of him. And basically he says that there's no place for a human amongst them. So there can only be six. And Talbot's like, well, I'm not really human anymore. Like, I'm pretty much more than human. And he then absorbs Crixon into him, creating a space or a power vacuum for him to just move into and he, he can be the sixth member because <laughs> now there's a now problem there's an solved. Yeah, like oh, yes, there can only be six. Oh, okay. Well, you see, so you getting me, and then oh, sorted. <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> He's grandfather then. But he now the interesting thing about him having that guy on board with him as well is that he can obviously tap into like what what that guy knows about everything. Mm-hmm. So he now basically has that guy's entire knowledge base as well as uh, Franklin Hall and Ian Quinn, as well as obviously his own knowings of of bits and pieces from from his own life. But True. he, with having all those people in his head like that, it's got to get confusing fast. With all these different conflicting personalities with different ideas and stuff, that that's going to be really confusing for him. 
Yeah, and he's a. Pre- I mean, he's been through uh, quite a bit of mental anguish to begin with. Mm-hmm. He, yeah, he, he's, he's not the most. A lot. Hmm. He's not the most stable guy uh, around. No. Um, so back down on Earth, um, Mac manages to get the uh, gravitonium drive up and running on the uh, on the shield plane, and he is basically just built Shield's first spaceship. Um, and it's interesting when like Fitz is looking at this because it's it's almost a direct copy of a shot from earlier in the season where Fitz is first looking at the the gravitonium drive when they realise that that's what's keeping stuff afloat. Like, oh, like this is being floated by gravitonium. Okay. Um, Fitz, though, does apologise to Mac for locking him up and also for Yo-Yo ending up killing Ruby because that kind of all happened because of them locking Mac up and, and running away and whatnot. Um, Mac, though, he's a bit of an idealist and he doesn't believe in S.H.I.E.L.D. killing people because it's not really the S.H.I.E.L.D. way. Like, S.H.I.E.L.D. doesn't really kill people. No. As it, it's, they, they're the protector. They're not, like... That's what Hammer does. Hammer kills people. Shield doesn't. Although Hammer's not Hammer's not in this universe, but um, but yeah, Shield doesn't kill people. Shield are the protectors of people, and like if somebody does something bad, then they catch them, they lock them up, they put them away in the raft or normal prison, whatever suits, or in the fridge or whatever. But um, they don't really kill people, and we've seen Shield people kill folk a few times, like. Coulson killing uh, the the ward zombie and, and all that mm-hmm. sort of stuff before, um, but Mac is like born and bred shield and he doesn't believe in the killing whatsoever. Um, but Fitz is kind of like he's obviously been changed a little bit by his experience in uh, in the framework when he was the bad guy and stuff like that. And he's like, well, sometimes you kind of need to sacrifice the few to save the many. And there's like many many instances of history where this is. Been uh, well, this has been the, the case. And it's interesting that he thinks that, but he didn't think to try to like kill Daisy in order to stop her becoming the destroyer of worlds, as was uh, prophesized in the future. True. And in fact, he enabled her to become uh, to get her powers back and stuff like that. So it's, it's a bit of a weird juxtaposition for for him. But yeah. Um, Mac is not happy with this and just kind of walks away from him. And he's like, yeah, you need to kind of take a long, hard look at yourself and decide what sort of man you want to be. And I don't know that we necessarily would we'll get the answer to that by the end of the season. Um, so Simmons, meanwhile, though, finds that the alien's heart exploded and it was obviously because of the, the odium and basically it overloads your system and kills you eventually. Gives you a power rage for a few minutes and then you die. Mm-hmm. Um, which is exactly what we saw in the future with Kasai's taking it as well. Um, Daisy, though, comes in and she gives her the centipede serum and her mum's body and says, okay, well, that alien, forget about that, um, and now just work on this. You need to come up with a cure for Coulson to try to fix him using the centipede serum as well as uh, the DNA from mum's body, and that will hopefully combine in some way and we'll be able to save Coulson. Uh, we then see the, the Zephyr, Zephyr 1 going to space, which was pretty cool. Yeah. With, with Daisy and Deke on board and uh, I think Davis. Um, and we see uh, Talbot getting to meet one of the members of the Confederacy who who's there. And this guy's name is uh, Tarion of the House Cassius. Yes. Which is uh, 
which is obviously a name that we've come across before because we met one of these guys in the future past, mm-hmm. <laughs> earlier in the season, in the future. Um, and this guy, Tarion, is the father of the guy, Cassius, who I don't know, I can't remember his first name to be fair, but like, um, but this is the guy who was in charge of the lighthouse when the SHIELD team was there in the future past. I think they just referred to him as Cassius. Yeah, I think they did as well, but obviously that wasn't his, his first name because um, it's Tarion of the house Cassius, so he's Tarion Cassius, and I, I assume his two, because they do say he's got two sons, um, and one of them is the Cassius that we know from mm. earlier in, in the season. Um, the Confederacy, though, informs Talbot that Thanos has begun an assault on Earth, and Talbot says, well, oh, I need to get back to Earth and help the Avengers fight him off. And the point when he said that, I'm like, oh my god, like yes, like I can't wait to see this, like Talbot going and like trying to help the Avengers fight off Thanos and, and stuff, and like, oh, this is the best tie in ever. <laughs> like this, this is the biggest tie in they've had since uh, Wonder Soldier. Like, oh my god, can't wait. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no. Talbot. Um, mm. No. <laughs> no, 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 it doesn't. No, not quite. <laughs> um. But I do like this as like a story thread, like and it, and it makes it, it makes Talbot's motivations um kind of clearer because he wants to be the hero and he wants to mm-hmm. save the world and it's clear that the the Confederacy like they they, they say and, and amongst us that yeah the Confederacy was basically just scamming off of Earth essentially because they knew that this was going to happen sooner or later and that they were trying to just extract as much of Earth's resources before um before the world or the the earth inevitably ended because they knew that this thing was coming like thanos was coming um but yeah so they were just after the gravitonium as well as like uh, as many inhumans as they could get their hands on and they, they were never intended on helping the earth to fight off thanos so they they basically were betraying earth all along through hydra which is a shame um but yeah so uh, Talbot and the alien leader then come back. So this is the Ramorath leader guy. Uh, they come back and inform them that they are uh, they're on their own. The Confederacy aren't going to help them. And Talbot has decided that they need to make him invincible by getting more gravitonium into him somehow. <laughs> and it's been revealed to him by uh, by Cassius that untapped amounts of it are kicking about underneath the surface of the Earth. And he says that he can be the shield. Which is a dangerous thought because uh, this is the same thought that Tony Stark had in Age of Ultron that he he could essentially make the shield around the Earth and like by using his suit essentially. Um, but yeah, Coulson is uh, like started to kind of see Talbot for what he is at this point and becoming in this kind of unhinged sort of dictator. And Coulson's like, "Well, just hold on a minute. Like, I think you've got enough power for now. Don't don't take any more." Um, and we'll work together and we'll we'll, we'll help fight off Thanos. So it'll be fine. Um, but Talbot's like, no, no, no. You just want the Gravitonian for yourself. <laughs> and to he's be fair to him, he's going a bit cray cray. He's he's going yeah, he's definitely going crazy. But but to be fair to him though, like I mean, he's got some trust issues with Coulson mm-hmm. because of what Coulson's done to him in the past. Like Coulson, he's not betrayed him, but like he's certainly like hidden the truth from him and like gone behind his back on various things over the years so he's definitely got trust issues with uh with colson um and yeah help tells colson that this information came from this guy cassius 
and that immediately sets alarm bells ringing in Colson's head because obviously they they came across Akasias mm. in the future past, and, and he's like, no, no, like this guy's bad. And like, how do you know he's bad? Well, in the future past, like we met his son and he was bad. And like this guy's a bad dude. Don't trust him. Um, but yeah, Talbot is basically insists that he needs to be the most powerful being in the universe, which is is definitely not going to be Talbot. It's going to be Thanos. Um, but yeah, he, he gives Coulson basically an ultimatum that he's either with you're either with me or against me. And Talbot tells him to kneel before him or basically be squished. And Coulson has to end up reluctantly kneeling before Zod. No, sorry, Talbot. <laughs> so. so yeah, the which was which was a cool like kind of twist, and I, I like the way that they're they're using this as the motivation for Talbot to want more power so that he can help the Avengers fight off Thanos. Mm-hmm. Which I mean, he might not be able to, but I think he would have been definitely useful in that fight, like with this power set. Oh yeah, I think he would have. Uh, he, you know that that would have been an interesting uh, addition. Mm. And you know, unfortunately, you can't. Unfortunately, you can't bring him in in the into Infinity War because nobody would know who the hell he was. No, because he's never been in in the movies at all, unfortunately. Which I mean, he could have easily been in one of the movies at some point. Like that's the sort of thing where, if they'd really, if they'd really, really linked in well, then mm-hmm. they could have easy put him in as like the guy who's flying the helicarrier in Age of Ultron, and like the guy who Fury goes to or, or Cap goes to at one point in Civil War, and just had him as like a background couple of minute here and there character, mm-hmm. like. Uh, but yeah, I think it's really a missed opportunity for uh, for for this storyline to have paid off in an even bigger way than what it what it has done. Um, it still paid off really well, but it could have paid off even bigger. And I think it's a shame for Talbot that he, he never got to be in the movies, especially like with him becoming this character. So yeah, the uh, the Zephyr then goes into space and. Uh, Deke goes to space again <laughs> with uh, me and Daisy and Davis and some of the other shield red shirts. Um, the Zephyr cloaks in space. And meanwhile, back down on Earth, it's uh, Mac, Yo-Yo, Fitz, Simmons, Piper, and some of the other red shirts who are still down there at Mission Control and trying to work out the uh, how the centipede serum is going to work along with me, uh, along with uh, Sky's mum's DNA. Um, Talbot channels Quinn to try to find out where the rest of the Gravitonium is underneath the Earth. And Hale decides at this point to betray Coulson, because obviously S.H.I.E.L.D. shows up, and Talbot immediately assumes that Coulson somehow managed to contact them. And Hale says, yeah, okay, yeah, so that that was what happened. I, t- I told him not to do it, but he did it anyway. Um, she's, I don't know what, what game she's playing, but um, it's... It's a strange one. She's uh, trying to go with the most powerful side, the most the ones that are most likely to win. They really um, need to put her in an airlock and open it. I mean, yeah, <laughs> she's just been annoying all season. Yeah, um, but yeah, Talbot says to Coulson that what happens next is on you, Phil. And however, Hale seems to still have the sway over Talbot's mind, trying to get him to comply. So she manages to calm him down and get him to stop. Um, Taking Coulson down essentially, and tells him basically that it's best if you comply. If you comply, but he uh, he isn't complying anymore, 
and he squishes Hale. <laughs> so it doesn't flush her out an airlock, but just squishes mm-hmm. her into a little ball. <laughs> As you do. Um, and uh, I think it's a good end for her character. Like, she definitely, like, she'd run her course. There was nothing really more for her to do, so it was time to get rid of her. There was no uh, redeeming got, her. Yeah, and we've now got the answer basically to who to the question of who the bad guy, <laughs> which is Thanos. Yeah, I mean yeah. Thanos is the big bad here. We're going to go and fight Thanos right now. Like that's what Talbot says. Um, so yeah, uh, however, Daisy tries to quake Thanos, but eh, Thanos. <laughs> Daisy tries to quake Talbot, but he's too powerful and he manages to knock her out. Um, and May surrenders to uh, Talbot after he threatens to kill Coulson. And Talbot orders them all locked up. So they're all chucked in the brig. Um, and we see then in the after credits that uh, Tarion Kasaius has Daisy and he plans to take her home with him. Which is interesting. But I, I, I didn't remember that this happened. I'm like, oh, like, how did she get from here to like where she ends up in the in the last couple of episodes? That's strange. But um, this is kind of going along with like what we saw in the future of like the Inhumans being taken away and sold at auction and stuff like that. So basically, he's planning to take her away as an Inhuman and sell her to the highest bidder. Yeah. So, and that was the end of the episode. So, what did you think of this one overall? You know, um, I had a hard time staying awake through this episode for some <laughs> reason. And I've seen it like four times now. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know why, but for some reason it just... I, maybe it was just too dark, too much space, too many... Uh, mm. No, uh, re- I mean, there was some fantastic uh, CG in here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I was... Watching some of them, I was like, wow. I mean, you know, quality stuff. Not things... I mean, we've, we've seen some good CG on this show from time to time over the years. But uh, th- for some reason, this this episode turned it up to 11, I thought. Yep, I, I do agree. Like, yeah, it's... I mean, it's maybe not quite as cool as seeing the Earth blown apart for the first time. But, yeah, definitely, like, seeing the alien spaceship up there in, in the sky and, like, yeah, the the guys going on the ship towards it and things like that. Yeah, it was really cool. So, uh, I like that. Um, I, I, you know, Talbot, like you said, has always been one of my favorite characters on the show. And this is just mm. another version of Talbot. And, I, you know, like I said, he gets off some fantastic lines. Mm. And, you know, the interaction, I, you know, the good cop, bad cop between him and, uh, Colson and the leader at the beginning was hilarious. Yep. <laughs> so uh, there, there was a lot to like, and you know, uh, it's cre- you know, the, it, it we it was an interesting story. Uh, like I said, I if you recall when we started this uh, show last December for uh, this season, uh, it's only taken us <laughs> a year to get through all twenty-two uh, episodes. Um, that I wasn't the biggest fan of the season premiere. And, I, you know, because I thought it was A, too long because it was a two-hour thing. And, mm. you know, I it, it kind of had that, uh, you know, it did, I mean, it ran the danger of 
we're going to be stuck on a spaceship for 13 episodes, which more or less yep. we were. <laughs> if it wasn't yeah. a spaceship, you were stuck on a space station, space hub, whatever you want to call it, uh, off uh, on, on the remnants of Earth. So, um, you know, that, that was an issue. And to see this thing come full circle and become what it is, which is a pretty epic uh, story for S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah, definitely. A confusing story. Very confusing. (laughs) Pretty epic. And I think we've done a pretty good job of keeping it all in line and where all the things tie into each other. Um, especially when they start talking about like the quantum entanglement theories and all this, you're like, whoa. <laughs> and time travel. We all hate time, time travel. travel. Yeah, it gets very confusing. Um, but I, th- I think the the kind of the only real problem like with this episode is that it did go back to that whole thing of like being indoors the entire time. Like, so you're only mm. really in three locations. Like, you're in either the lighthouse inside a ship inside or inside that Space Invaders arcade machine. Like, that's it. There's, like, there's no people kicking about on, on like, normal Earth or anything like that. So uh, I think this was... The CG was probably expensive, but all the rest of it was probably very cheap to make. Yeah. Yeah, it's all done on a soundstage uh, at Marvel Studios, which is unfortunately in California, not in Orlando. Um... <laughs> So, um, it, uh, yeah, but, uh, you know, we're, and, we're, and I, I think our plan is next week to do both episodes. Is that it? Yeah. I mean, the two episodes are kind of intrinsically linked. So I think we need to do the two episodes as a winner. Did, did they show them both at the same time? I can't remember. Yes. Yeah, so it was yeah, a two-hour so, yeah. season finale. So yeah, um, definitely, definitely need to cover the both at the same time. The um, the the season finale, if I remember correctly, was pretty good. Yeah. So I look forward to kind of talking about that. Which at the week. time we thought might be the series finale. Yeah, but we're getting two more seasons. <laughs> um. All right. And. Uh, apologies that this episode uh, was a delay. Like we said, um, I uh, we canceled the uh, or we weren't able to do it last Sunday before I uh, last week. It was you, right? <laughs> last you were too tired last week. It was the week before I was exhausted <laughs> from. Uh, I think we well we snuck it in on a Thursday, and then uh, I I have a bone to pick with. I have two bones to pick with you, Mister Urquhart. <laughs> Uh, first of all, you need to update and get more uh, episodes of 42 Level 1 on Stitcher and iTunes. The last episode is 277. I know there's... Oh, yeah. That's, that's coming. <laughs> I know there's 23 more because I was on 300. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, now, with my new car, uh, I've been using Stitcher to stream my uh, podcast. And, yeah, there was nothing, no 42 Level 1 to listen to. Um and secondly, uh, there was a loose plan to record uh, Thursday night uh, last week, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, well, you know, both Andy and I work; we're both busy. But I, I uh, messaged him at lunch saying, "Hey, are we doing the show tonight?" 
and I didn't hear from you. <laughs> and I had this Christmas party to go to. Um, and then at about quarter to eight, um, I Andy goes, yeah, I'll be ready at 8.30 if we can start tonight. It's like, dude, I'm over an hour away from home. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I, it was like, by the time I get home, there's no way I'm going to want to do this show tonight. Because I would have <laughs> left like at 6.30 or something, you know. Because uh, I don't drink. So it's, I mean, it wasn't like I was three sheets to the wind. It was just, I worked all day, went to this party and yeah, when I get home, I'm probably going to bed. Um, <laughs> so, but, uh, so yeah, uh, we apologize, uh, for the lateness, uh, hopefully two hours, huh? All right. I, I, I there, it's a busy weekend coming up. I'm going to mm. try cause well, A, we're in holiday season here. And uh there's at least there's three movies I want to go see next week. Well, two <laughs> two movies that are coming out next week and I have uh ad- advanced passes to see Aquaman uh next oh, Saturday nice. night. So uh but you know, Spider Verse comes out next weekend. Mm. Uh Immortal Engines comes out next weekend. Okay. And I misspoke to anybody who listened on the B team. Uh, Runaways does not come out uh, Friday the 14th. It's Friday the 21st. Just to clear okay. that that's out. A sh- that's a strange time for the show to come out, like right before Christmas. Yeah, I don't get it either. And they're and they're dropping yeah. all 13 episodes. Oh, okay. Uh, to be fair, I haven't seen... That's season two, isn't it? Yeah. So I haven't seen season one yet, so I'm not ready to watch that yet anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, hey, well, uh, and we'll I, I'm, I doubt it'll be. Well, it's early. I, I uh, we're doing this early tonight. Uh, maybe I'll put up a poll on the Facebook page because we got to figure out what the hell we're going to do after next week. So, yeah. So, well, well, what options do do we have then? So we've got Thor, Thor Ragnarok still. <laughs> we, we have, we have Thor. We have Infinity War. We have yep. Ant Man and the Wasp. Um, yep. I guess we're not covering Venom. Um, we have those three movies. Maybe we do all three in one one show. Justice to Infinity War. To be all fair. Right. All right, and, and there's a lot in Ragnarok too. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Do we? Yeah, maybe we'll just do one-offs for. We're gonna start. We'll start with the three movies. Yeah, I, th- I think that's that's probably the best thing to do. Do the movies, and then uh, and then we can look at what show to do next because yeah. we've got so many to choose from. All right, so so we got a plan, and that that means we don't have to put the poll up right away either. But yeah, okay, that's cool. Um, all right, so Andy, uh. When you're not uh, looking for more gravitonium, where can people find you? You could find me trying to stop Ali getting the gravitonium every Tuesday on 42 Level 1. And we broadcast live on allgames.com, 4.30 Eastern, 1.30 Pacific, 9.30 Greenwich. Meantime, uh, we talk mainly video games and movies and sometimes comic books. And you can find all our episodes on Stitcher and iTunes, as well as the archive on allgames.com. Up to episode 277. The other ones will be up soon. <laughs> all right. 
I, I jumped the shark here. <laughs> we have a because uh, I really got to pee. But uh, we have a couple of uh, tweets that we need to read first. Okay. All right. Uh, first, we have Stephen Elmy. The Gifted, The Flash, Legends of Tomorrow, Supergirl, Black Lightning, Don't Hide What They Are, but Luke Cage, Iron Fist, Jessica Jones, Daredevil C- Season 3, actively hide their marvelness. Netflix makes the show and yet hides the super aspects. Why? Mm-hmm. Uh, first thing I'm going to say is budget. Yeah, I mean, there's no CG really in in those shows, to be fair. Like, <laughs> Really, at all. If if he's talking secret identities, that's the CW way. The I, worst I secrets in the probably, world hmm. are the CW heroes. I don't know that he's necessarily referring referring to that. Like, I think the the way that some of those shows are like intrinsically linked to each other and stuff like that is probably more what he means. Like, uh, like Flash and Supergirl and stuff like that crossing over, um, and they don't just refer to those characters; they are actually come into the shows. Like, but yeah, I can I do kind of agree with them in like them hiding the Marvelness because, like in Daredevil and Luke Cage and whatnot, like if they are referring to things that happen in the wider universe, like they refer to it in very vague terms. Like they talk about the flag bearer and like the big green guy and like all that sort of shit. Like where yeah. like Shield Shield does it right. Where like if they are talking about these people, they call them by what they are. They say the Hulk. They say Captain America. They say Iron Man or Tony Stark. They, they, don't, like, they say refer all that to Batman and they refer to Superman. Yeah, exactly. So well, I mean, they do. They've they've talked about them before, and like they've mentioned Bruce Wayne and things like that. So the yeah, that's all. That's all in there. Um, so I can I do kind of see where he's coming from with that, and it, and yeah, it's it's probably in the in the contract somewhere that they're not allowed to mention it, but it has been slightly detrimental to the, uh, the integration of those shows into the MCU as a whole, mm-hmm. unfortunately. And even even S.H.I.E.L.D. to an extent. I mean, S.H.I.E.L.D. has a little more latitude, but not much. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully with Disney+, Plus, Feige is on board with that, so hopefully we get a, uh, a little more uh, integration. I'm going to take it from the other end of because, uh, Stephen, your question is vague. So I'm <laughs> going to take it from the other one. The Gifted, The Flash, Legends of Tomorrow, Supergirl, Black Lightning, don't hide what they are, which are heroes. They, and they, uh, they show their abilities, all right? Mm. But Luke Cage, Iron Fist, Jessica Jones, Daredevil Season 3 actively hide their marvelness. I think... Go, you know, other than the great fight scenes in Daredevil, and that one time he was swing, one scene where he swung with the Billy Club, uh, <laughs> in season two. Um, for the most part, yes. Once in a while, you see the glowing fist. Uh, once in a while, uh, you've we've seen Jessica Jones, uh, jump. And all of a sudden, be up on top of a building as they cut to it. They don't show her flying or soaring through the air. Um, we've seen, you know, her lift like you rip off a car door or something to that effect. But I honestly think a they chose these characters because they were on a budget. Uh, the effects uh, were, you know, they kept it away. From, 
I think they were making superhero shows for people who don't like superheroes. They were, you know, they yep. they wanted they wanted the comic book fans to be there, uh, but they also wanted uh, people that don't usually watch superhero movies or television shows uh, to get involved as well. Uh, Jessica Jones season one uh, is a fantastic television show. Uh, you, you know, yes, there is, you know, there's uh, comic book uh, references and the, is part of the genre. And there, yes, she does have superpowers. And it's also kind of a hard science fiction uh, story as well. But, uh, you know, it is, uh, while it is a show based on a superhero comic book, uh, first and foremost, it's just a good television show. And you know she doesn't wear a costume. Daredevil is a comic book show. You know he either is wearing the black pajamas or uh, the Daredevil suit. So uh, you can't go there with him. But you know once again it is a good television show. So I I, I always try you know and Luke Cage we we've seen him uh, destroy a t- a ton of hoodies uh, every <laughs> season. Um, so uh, my my thing is a budget and b they were creating superhero shows uh, that could cross over to fans of other st- of people that just like good television and a good story. Yeah. So uh, next one, and if if neither of those uh, answers uh, satisfy you, you can resubmit your question with. Uh, uh, and make it clearer. <laughs> I still think he's just talking about the overall integration of the universe. Yeah, it could, well, yeah, and we, we've 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 beaten that horse to death, though. Yeah. Um, Mike Carrier casts a shield, so Agents of Shield has been renewed for season seven. Okay, I'm setting the early over under for Agents of Shield cast season seven. Season. Seven episode one podcast air date of November first, twenty twenty one. Let's face it, guys, you've been a, you guys have been a little slow lately. Yeah, we have. Um, we're 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 committed to at least three a month. We want to do four. We want to do yeah. one weekly, but uh, b- between work and life, and you know. Uh, I think one Sunday I had been packing and uh, li- carrying stuff to the basement and I, all day that it was like, no, my back is lock- at locking up. And, you know, and Andy lives in Scotland. I live in, in uh, the U.S. It is a five-hour difference. So uh, finding a time that works for both Andy and I can be a challenge from time to time. And mm-hmm. right now, uh, it being the holiday season and Andy being in retail, he, he's got it rough right now. Yeah, very busy. <laughs> A lot you of know, when, when Chip's getting home from work, I'm going to bed, <laughs> like, within minutes. <laughs> and when I'm going getting home from work, I'm going to, uh, going to bed sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I, there's a few times I've been passing out before dinner. Um, so, yes, uh, no... Uh, we are fi- we are finish by the end of the year. We will finish uh, season five. 
Yeah, which means we're on course to start season six as soon as it comes back, which yep. is, is definitely the plan. Um, okay, uh, next. More, more Mike Carrier. Well, now that Daredevil has also been canceled and surely Jessica Jones and the Punisher will follow after their next season, maybe we should reclassify Iron Fist and Luke Cage's cash cancellations as victims of a divorce between Netflix and Marvel and not their ratings. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, you, you know, it sucks, but we kind of covered that earlier this episode. And, uh, you know, uh, the Marvel could bring them back. Uh, there are challenges and issues with that and probably licensing and other things. I, what I don't want is I don't want a reboot. I really don't yeah. want them. To, mm. I don't want them to. The new adventures of Daredevil, starring uh, Tom Cruise uh, as <laughs> as Matt Murdock. You know, yeah, yeah. Bring back, uh, bring back Affleck. He's not doing Batman anymore. <laughs> um, but no, I don't. If they, you know, I would prefer that if they do it, they continue the Charlie Cox Daredevil, the Mike Coulter, uh, Luke Cage. Um, and maybe uh, show Netflix what the the opportunities they had, and uh, bring bring the Marvelness to kind of bring Stephen Elmy into the the equation here. Bring the Marvelness mm. back to these shows. Let, let's yeah, get, I mean, was, yeah. Let's get let's get more uh, Billy Club scenes with Daredevil. Let's get see Jessica Jones fly. Um, you know. More if they did that, I think it would be better. And then, obviously, we want cameos and guest appearances from other characters slash backdoor pilots. Hmm. So, I mean, that is the one thing they did. They did get right with the Netflix universe for the most part. The casting was pretty much spot on, like with the possible exception of Iron Fist. He wasn't great, um, but they, all the other characters were perfectly cast. Like. Matt Murdock, mm-hmm. uh, Charlie Cox's Daredevil, like perfect. Like I, I don't think I could see anyone else in the role. Like he embodies that guy so well. And like Luke Cage at uh, Mike Coulter, like he was absolutely brilliant. And uh, Kristen Ritter as Jessica Jones, perfect casting as well. So, and actually, uh, Finn Jones grew really into his character. Season two yeah, isn't yeah, bad. I- I haven't seen season two yet, but like I know they had like some scheduling issues and stuff like that. That meant that he wasn't fully fight trained and fully ready for the role by the time they started shooting. So I assume that by season two, he's kind of got it down then. Yep. All right, last one. Stephen Elmy, cast the shield. Just watched Avengers four trailer. This is me not spoiling the real title. We already did that. It's Endgame. <laughs> I am so up for it, and I haven't even seen Ant-Man and the Wasp on Blu-ray yet. If Andy has seen it, I'm sure he particularly likes it. Um, Well, you know, I have to rewatch that one. That is one where I literally passed out within 20 minutes and didn't wake up until the end. So uh, it's sitting here. I have it on 4K, so I'll uh, I'll be watching in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, me too. I actually haven't seen it yet, like <laughs> just because the I can't remember what was going on at the time when it eventually did come out over here. Because if you remember, it was a delayed release over here by World months, Cup. and it, it, 
Yeah, because the World Cup and uh, and it was already spoiled for me basically by the time the movie came out of the cinema. And I never ended up going to see it because I was too busy at work and things. So, um, so yeah, well, I'll probably be watching that on Christmas Day, maybe Boxing Day, probably Boxing Day. I found out uh, I have a four day weekend for Christmas this year. We get Christmas Eve and Christmas Day off. So, oh, nice. So, all right. Uh, well, Andy already told you where you can find him. You can find me 9 o'clock Eastern, allgames.com, every Tuesday night on the B Team podcast with Fred Ryan. And I think this week we have a special guest. We're having Madam N join us. Andy, if you're around, we are going to. I actually watched the Keeleys this year. Oh, yep. Yeah, I did as well. So, if you're around, you're welcome to join us. And this is. Uh, this is episode 500 Eve, 499. Oh, nice. Uh, so, I actually might be around because I'm off on Wednesday, so I, I could be could be down for that. Definitely. And, uh, Andy, I'm going to extend uh, the offer to you now. The following week is episode 500, <laughs> December 18th. Uh, uh, you have probably guested on more B-teams than anybody else, and we would certainly love to have you join us. Um, I am working on getting every host of the B team back together. I've heard. Oh, nice. I've heard from. I think we've had six or seven, and I'm. I've. Uh, Chris is going to try. He's got work issues, uh, and the only one I haven't heard from yet is Jeff. But Otto is in. So we're going to... Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, and uh, Normie is in as well. So... Mm. But... Nope. And Eli's in. So we're going to... Hopefully, it'll be the first time that we have all the hosts together for, for a show. I'm it, I, I'm sure someone's going to bail, but right now, uh, things are <laughs> looking good. But... Um, I, I will certainly do my very best to, to call in. Right, definitely. And like I said, if you're you're here Tuesday night and want to join us, come on over. That, that, that's Tuesday, most likely I can. All right, cool. All right, guys. Uh, I don't care where. Uh, what's his name? Dak. Is it Dak? Deke. <laughs> I, I never get his name right. I don't care where Deke is sticking sticking those lemons. Whatever you do, don't touch Lola. Night, guys. We're in the end game now. Yes, this Final is the end games. game. <laughs> <laughs> All right.